Hi, readers. I'm Jordan. And I'm Katie. And welcome to Not Another Heroine, the podcast where we break down the best and worst fictional heroines, those swashbuckling ladies who have to work a little harder than expected for their happy ending. Want to see what's next on our TBR list? Subscribe to us on YouTube or follow us on Instagram for a sneak peek at upcoming content or to help us pick our next book. It's the pick of the week. Eek, eek. I did the eek, eek, eek last time. No, I like it, though. Okay, it's good. fine. <laughs> it's very upbeat and positive. <laughs> woo, woo. But we're like more upbeat now because I think it's it's fall. Spooky season. <laughs> it's wonderful. Oh. It's overcast and cloudy and cold and it's wonderful. It's amazing. Yep. <laughs> uh, I had pumpkin spice uh, pancakes the last like four days in a row for breakfast. Oh, my so. God. <laughs> yeah. Nutritional content is like zero, but they're delicious. <laughs> now that's what I want mm-hmm, for mm-hmm. everything. Trader oh, Joe's. I was just at Trader Joe's yesterday yep. and I saw the gluten-free pumpkin pie <laughs> spice everything. Mm-hmm. The pumpkin spice bagels are actually like bussin'. What? Yeah. Yeah, I would not think so, but they're really good. You like get them a little bit crispy and then you put some cream cheese on top. Girl, we're a little basic here and that's (laughs) fine. Yeah, we are. (laughs) Well, it's my pick of the week and we are doing something a little, I guess, in time for Halloween. Mm -hmm. Uh, We Both of our picks. Yeah, very spooky. (laughs) Sorry. So... (laughs) Could not no, control that was, myself. That was fantastic. <laughs> uh, we should have started spooky oh. pick of the week. Dang it. Missed opportunity. Yeah, it's fine. <laughs> well, that's why we have yours next. That's true. Anyway. <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> so, we, I am talking about a book called Assistant to the Villain by Hannah Nicole Mayer is how we're going to say her last name because... There's a lot of letters in there. Sure. (laughs) A lot lot of vowels and yeah. So with this pick of the week, I have not finished reading it yet. So if you would like to read with us, this is a good opportunity. So maybe we can follow up in a few weeks as far as what we actually think of this book. Mm -hmm. I'm about a third of the way through. It's cute. I like it. It's not a can't put it down kind of book. Mm, That's fair. It's very, so you're going to, you're going to laugh. This book fully embraces like all of the modernisms that I hate. Oh no. (laughs) (laughs) Like in a fantasy setting, but it does it deliberately. It's a very unique setting writing style. It's like trying to incorporate all of the fairy tale cliches. It's as if um, like a rom-com writer or a contemporary romance writer set out to take everything that they love from a rom-com and put it into a fairy tale fantasy setting it almost uh, feels like persuasion the one with uh what's her name in it oh yeah the girl uh, from 50. 50 shades of gray that yeah. chick yeah where uh. she like breaks the fourth wall continually through that the- yeah so it's like this book breaks the fourth wall huh. um but in a bookish kind of way hmm. yeah it's it's just weird they have things like Oh, how how do I even get into this? It's as if the heroine is from like the 1940s. Can I get a vibe check on the 40s? Red lipstick, pinned up hair. Oh, uh, okay, okay. <laughs> I'm here. Little, little cute heels, yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, it's like that attitude, mm-hmm. but in a medieval era. <laughs> what? <laughs> I know. It, like I can't do this justice. Anyway. Oh. The book opens up with the heroine. Her, her name is Evie, and she is just coming back from a job fair. <laughs> <laughs> Medieval job fair. <laughs> exactly. At the local like village thing. <laughs> I know. So just work with me on this one, readers. It's weird, but be okay with it. You, between like the heart and mercy one and this one, I... I'm like along for the ride. <laughs> it's so odd. Just don't question it. Keep going. Anyway. Ooh, that was that was a lot. That was aggressive, um, but like in a very assertive way. Okay, thank you. Mm-hmm, I'm working mm-hmm. on it. Girl power. 
<laughs> yeah. Uh, so speaking of girl power, Evie is taking care of her elderly, sick father and her younger sister. So she, that's that trope. She's the provider for her family. And they're very poor. She can't keep a job or find a job, not because of her, but really just because of circumstances. It, it's medieval times. It's so. medieval times. <laughs> and she successfully got a job at the job fair as like a senior maid in a castle somewhere. But there was another woman in line behind her at the job fair who looked haggard and worn and had kids and she's like oh i feel bad you can have the job instead and so she gave the job she just got away so yeah and that's kind of this heroine she's like a very much a caretaker looks out for others so she's kind of trudging along on her way home trying to think of how she's going to provide for her family and she's going through the dark and scary woods and it's like the enchanted forest that's inhabited by like creatures and darkness and whatever and (laughs) So there is a looming, mysterious figure known as the villain, (laughs) (laughs) only as the villain, Ah, who has been operating in the territory, terrorizing everybody, like steals children, kills guards. (laughs) Oh, (laughs) like very cliche, typical villain, just lots of rumors about him. Mm -hmm. And so for she's going through the woods and then. I think she she winds up getting knocked into a dude. <laughs> like she's she's walking through the woods. Like physically? Like she trips and this dude who's on the ground like grabs her. It's <laughs> <laughs> just like hanging out. I'm not doing this scene justice. But basically there's like a, a ruckus, a commotion, and there's these uh royal guards are chasing down somebody. Oh oh, okay, okay. Yeah. I so like, I did just... not I did not my brain is not awake yet. It's just like hanging out on the ground. It's just like, like hey. oh look, look a woman. <laughs> Uh, okay makes more sense yeah being chased this is gonna be all over the place anyway he's being chased she gets looped in he protects her and then for some reason like she gets just involved (laughs) i that does happen though like let's be real yeah the plot of every movie ever (laughs) exactly so uh they run away from the guards he's like a very handsome swaggering dark sassy also sassy Mm. but like in a villain kind of way okay 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 uh turns out it's the villain and she's like yeah um and she's like oh well you're not as scary as i thought you'd be and where's your scary gothic castle and he offers her a job (laughs) he's like i am so tired all the time i don't want to schedule my meetings (laughs) pretty much that actually happens he's got (laughs) so he's got interns oh my god yes uh so it kind of closes out that's like almost the prologue a little bit and we jump to six months later and evie our heroine is working as the assistant to the villain she's got a desk he's got an office she makes some coffee bring (laughs) but she they call it cauldron brew (laughs) sorry (laughs) i don't know why that took me out (laughs) it's it's very cute she's walking into the castle every day for her work there's dead bodies hanging from the ceiling uh there's a torture chamber there's dragons There's a whole staff of people that work for the villain, (laughs) but she is the dedicated assistant. And so they have this cute boss secretary kind of relationship Mm -hmm. where they're always bantering back and forth. And yeah, it's adorable. I cannot close out of this book without mentioning Kingsley. Like Harry Potter Kingsley? Um, No. Oh. (laughs) He's a frog. Girl. And so here. Okay. Um, okay. So uh, I'm I'm showing Katie readers uh, the f- cover of this book. There's a tiny little frog <laughs> at the top. Oh, my God. And if you can see on the cover, he's holding a sign. So this is a magical frog. He is a prisoner of the villain. Oh, oh. And the villain hauls him around. He wears a little crown. Oh. And that's why his name is Kingsley. He is an enchanted frog. 
probably a prince or a king. Oh, okay. And he can't talk, but he can understand. So he's got a stack of signs, <laughs> like miniature little signs with one word on each of them. And he held, like he holds the little signs up to that communicate. So fucking cute. Oh my <laughs> so, god. Yeah. So Kingsley the Frog lives on the villain's desk with his pile of signs, and he is like a sassy little frog too. This kind of reminds me of the chameleon from uh, Tangled. Exactly. Oh my god, that's so cute. Yeah. This is, and the cover is beautiful. Like, let's talk about that too, because the this is the Barnes and Noble edition. It's like a Barnes and Noble exclusive, so it's mm. got I don't know what you call it, but the pages, the exterior pages are all red. Oh, it's beautiful. Yeah. It's one of those that would look really good on a shelf. Yeah. And that's kind of why I bought it. I'm like, oh, even if I hate this book, it's cute. It's beautiful. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> um, so I'm a third of the way through it. And the point where I stopped is there is a suspicious thing going on in the villain's company, basically, in his mm. castle. There's a spy. It's sabotaging all of his evil villain plans. Mm. Where I left off, Evie finds a bomb in the villain's office while the villain is gone. Oh, my God. And okay. it's, <laughs> like, it's, a, it's a ticking time bomb. There's a little, oh, no. a little pocket watch hanging off the bomb showing the time, the countdown, because it's a bomb in a medieval setting. I, I yeah. Yeah. How did, uh, how? I don't know. I don't question this book anymore. That's fair. That's fair. Uh, so Probably she, well, <laughs> so Kingsley the Frog hops out of the office and holds up one little danger sign. And Evie's like, what's what's in danger? She hears the ticking, sees the bomb, grabs the bomb. And there's no time. There's three minutes left on the clock. Oh, my God. She runs out to the castle parapet. Parapet? Wow. Did okay. I say it right? Yeah, I think so. That, yes! was, that came out of left field, <laughs> not what I was. Okay. And, um. As she's running towards the end of the parapet to throw the bomb over, she trips. Her heel gets caught in a stone. Her ankle her ankle twists, and she can't get up. And now the bomb is sitting on the edge God. of the castle, about to destroy everything. Nice. The villain is nowhere in sight. Uh-oh. Except he is. Uh. He comes back. <laughs> I thought you were just going to leave us there. I'm like, no, damn. No, no, no. So he comes, he comes back from his little adventure wherever he was at. And as he's, like, storming through the castle halls, one of his other employees was like, oh, my God, sir, there's a bomb. <laughs> and he's like, where's Evie? And he's like, and she's, the chick is like, oh, Evie had the bomb and she ran out that way. Villain goes, oh, shit, I'm attracted to this woman who's my <laughs> assistant, but I can't say anything. He runs after her, sees her lying on the ground, sees the bomb, throws his body on top of Evie. <gasps> Evie puts a little magical shield up and bomb goes off. Oh, shit. I'll leave it there. What? Girl! <laughs> oh, my God. So that's the first third of the book. Uh, that's exciting. I'm like a little bit sweaty. That was a lot. I My breathing is faster. <laughs> my heart rate is increased. Yeah. Assistant to the Villain. So I have a few similar books. Mm -hmm. There's a book called The Hating Game by Sally Thorne. Oh, I started reading this one and then I got distracted with another book, but it's cute. It's the same kind of vibe, the same writing style, mm. the same banter back and forth between the two. Like that's an enemies to lovers. Mm -hmm. This is almost certainly kind of like a friend slash enemies to lovers thing. Mm -hmm. Same vibe. Mm -hmm. And then I will also say that... Oh, uh, if you've never heard of The Hating Game, it's like two rival publishers, right? Or like book editors. Yeah. Yeah. And they like are competing for one job or something to that Yeah. Effect. They're competing for like a senior editor position. Mm -hmm. It's very cute. Like it's fluff. Yeah. It's contemporary romance, but it's very cute. And there's like a made for TV Netflix movie or something. Oh. It's actually pretty good. Oh, girl, I had no idea. Hmm. Yeah. So. That one. And then another contemporary romance because this book reads like a contemporary romance. Even though it's medieval. That's yeah. fascinating. That's actually like a hard lift, I would yeah. That's like impressive. And almost. that's why I'm kind of like sticking with it. Um, but mm -hmm. love theoretically. Oh I love that. Ellie book. Hazelwood. Yeah. <laughs> 
And then finally, uh, Belladonna, mostly because okay. it's Belladonna is a very good entry fantasy mm-hmm. YA book. And mm-hmm. I feel like this is kind of the same. I could see that. Yeah. So, yeah. Hmm, interesting. Because I also feel like Belladonna has not medieval vibes because it's almost like a regency or like pre-regency yeah. setting. Mm-hmm. But I feel like it is something that a lot of books have a similar vibe to. Where it's like a little bit spooky, but like in a cute way. Yeah, cute. Yeah. Like there there are cute books. There are like emotional angsty books. This lives firmly in the cute realm. Same That's thing fair. as Belladonna. Yeah. There's sometimes that you just like when it's like cold outside and you just want a cute book. Like you don't want to cry in addition to like seasonal depressions. Mm. Like, you know what I mean? <laughs> so true, though. There's yeah. a time and place for everything. That's but. fair. Yeah. So from Jordan's shelf to yours, we'll see you on the next page. <laughs>